The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, so for many farmers across the province, their crops are underwater and they are bracing for a devastating harvest if they have anything to harvest at all. John Gilly is one of them. He's a farmer out in Westlock County and is also chair of the Alberta Canola Producers Commission. John, welcome back to the show. Good to hear from you again, Jaylen. Well, you know, I'm going to say the same thing as I said to Mayor DeBlanco. It seems the only time I'm talking to you is when, um, you know, things are really, really crappy. And it seems that that's been a lot over the past year or so. Yeah, there's certainly been a lot of that. We're, uh, when we get some good news, we're certainly going to have to chat. <laughs> yes, please, please. All right. Uh, how bad is it for you where you are right now, John? Well, a lot of our crop is, uh, you know, very sparse and spindly right now. Uh, my wheat and canola is in very poor condition. Um, barley is below, far below average. Um, but the wheat and canola seems to be taking it the hardest. It's, you know, been over a long period. It's The ground's been saturated since, you know, mid last summer and things just haven't let up. Things just start to get dry and we get another couple inches of rain and uh, the plants only can tolerate that for so long, and finally they just, you know, yellow off and die and say, how about next year? So what what does this mean for you this year, and is there anything that could turn it around at all for you at this point? Yeah, no, the damage is done, and like our daughter always likes to hear me say, uh, unless we have a time machine or fairy dust, uh, this year's crop is, you know, mm. the damage is done, and... Um, it'll be just a recovery mission to get most of that off and uh, you know we've got crop insurance so that'll cover should cover our inputs and uh, we'll try it all again next year man oh man what a how do you even come to terms with that in your head John I know you've been farming for almost 30 years but you know this is this is you know what you do like how do you wrap your head around being at the, the at the mercy of mother nature every year well, farmers are, most of them are eternal optimists, so, you know, we're, we're hoping each year. Um, last year's crop actually wasn't that bad. It was just a huge challenge to try and get it off. Uh, you know, the rain and snow we had in September and October, so that delayed what we could get off. A lot of the crop was flattened, so we weren't actually able to harvest it all. Um, grades dropped when it sat out, but, uh, you know, we had a crop there last year. just was a real harder to try and get it off it was so wet and ruts and what have you um this year is a whole different ball game again it's kind of depressing just to look out into the fields and and really not see anything it's very patchy at best well and even when it you know as you said you know last year with you know trying to get that crop off because of that early snow and everything i mean then you know having to dry it that just that you know increases costs all around doesn't it yeah, costs and time and, and, you know, management trying to store it in the meantime until it is storable. Um, yeah, it's just another thing that we just don't really need to do or have, have the, uh, the the patience to go through again, but uh, we'll, we'll give it another roll. Yeah, okay. Well, so, you know, overall, when you take a look at the crops, um, the canola crops across the province, you know, from your from your seat, you know, when you put your, your Alberta Canola Producers Commission cap on, um, are there areas in the province that are doing okay? Because, you know, what we tend to see is, you know, the, the rained out fields or the ones that have been just blown apart by hail recently as well. 
Yeah, no, we've got the usual kind of mixed bag across the province. Uh, Southern Alberta has been getting way more rain than they're used to, so they've got some really nice crops down there. Um, unfortunately, the hail seems to be a, you know, the crop, good crops are a magnet to hail, and that's where there have been some storms in the Lethbridge area, north of Lethbridge, uh, east of Innisvale. Um, they've certainly taken their toll, and with the heat we're going to get this week and the humidity, uh, I suspect we're probably going to get some more storms. But, um, yeah, crops down there are looking fairly good, as I think as you progress north into central and north central, uh, that's when you start to see moisture issues. Um, getting into the piece, uh, similar, there's some decent areas, and then there's some very poor areas. So uh. it depends where the rains have been falling the last you yeah. know, 16, 18 months, um, how much snow you had over the winter. Um, so many variables, so many different situations going on. You go east of Edmonton and, you know, maybe they haven't had as rain quite as often, but they've had some huge dumps, uh, you know, four or five inches in each storm. And their fields are look like checkerboards of lakes out there. It's, it's yeah. still the issue with rain. It's just not necessarily so much or they've, they've had so much periodically as opposed to having quite a bit regularly. It's it's just a different situation and it you know we see this throughout the years there's alberta's a big province and uh we'll have good crops in some areas and not so good in other areas john gilly joining me this afternoon the chair of the alberta canola producers commission i was um i had flown from edmonton up to klein river area um a few weeks back john and um in those griffin helicopters that you like so much um <laughs> and uh, i got to see you know from from the you know bird's eye view down and it was amazing to see how how much water was you know down on the ground and one of my listeners just texted in and said I, that showed, sending me a picture uh, northeast of edmonton a week week ago around Redwater and it was uh, pretty wet as well. For people who have been farming for you, I mean, uh, you know, for as long as you have, I mean, this, you know, it's it's obviously devastating and you think, okay, well, you've got some insurance, whatever it is, and we can chalk it up and start all over again next year. What about those who are just getting into it, you know, maybe who just, you know, it's, it's a, this is what we want to do, this is what we want to do for a living and maybe you've only been in it for a couple of years. How big of a hit is it for those folks? Well, it's huge for those people. I mean, when you're starting out, um, loans are the number one name of the game. You're buying land, renting money, you're buying equipment, um, borrowing money. Um, you know, that's, that's a crucial part. It's, it's not a lot different than most other businesses when they start out. Um, older farmers are, are, you know, usually have some tucked away from the good years and uh, are able to handle a little more. They maybe don't have the same debt load. And, uh, you know, it's, you can weather the storm a lot easier. But, yeah, I really feel for the uh, younger farmers that, uh, you know, are, these last few years haven't been great and they're trying to start off their business that way. And it's a really tough situation to be in. 
John, over the years, we've talked quite frankly about uh, about mental health and some of the challenges um, facing farmers in this province with a number of different issues. Um, you know, you look at what has happened last fall. You look at uh, COVID-19 in, in general. You look at, you know, what is happening right now for a lot of folks. Um, what's your message on, on that front? Because you've been a very, very strong and very vocal advocate about making sure that, that farmers who... Um, maybe are not comfortable talking about mental health, um, who are not, you know, comfortable um, reaching out for help, do so. What do you say to those those people right now who might be uh, feeling rather overwhelmed? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, you know, there's a lot more, more uh, organizations out there that, uh, you know, are helping people with this that you can call, uh, such as the Do More Egg uh, Foundation. But, uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot of, young farmers say well my older neighbor is called and just asked how it's going or um you know some of the older farmers calling the younger neighbors and and uh, it doesn't even need to be younger and older everybody just needs to talk to each other if you're having problems remember that your neighbor across the road is probably in the same boat and um you know talking about it and even if you're going to complain about the weather or the cards you've been dealt usually talking about it uh certainly helps so yeah, we're, we're sure hope that, uh, you know, everybody has an outlet of somebody to talk to and, and vo- vent where they're at uh, rather than just, uh, you know, going home and, and telling your spouse about how lousy things are. John, it's it's always uh, good to talk with with you again. I wish it was on uh, better news at some point, and I hope that we get there soon. But I appreciate you taking the time to... Um, to you know answer some questions and and shed some um, insight into what's happening right now for so many out there thank you so much yeah no problem anytime i always appreciate talking to you and it's always nice to get the word out to uh, the people who live in the city what we're going through and next time you're flying over with the griffins just let me know and give a wave (laughs) okay i will john i promise you thanks so much take care now you too take care yeah, John Gilly, who is the chair of the Alberta Canola Producers Commission, joining us this afternoon. His crop's pretty much uh, done for this year. This Texas AJ, you know, and, and he touched on it, depending on where you are, of course. You know, some areas are, are, are pretty good. This one says, from Vegreville to Lloydminster, the, the crops are, are pretty great. Someone else saying, hey, I heard that Tabor corn, um, you know, might not happen this year or not as much. Remember, over the past um, couple of years, there had been some questions uh, about that as as well we need our tabor corn though don't we for most of us crime is something we see on the news we never think it could happen to us until it does loved ones are gone and for the survivors the scars will never heal i'm nancy hickst a senior crime reporter for global news and on this season of crime beat i'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories i've covered season six of crime beat is available now on spotify apple podcasts amazon music and all podcast platforms